The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Nothing left. What's the matter? All right. Toledo comes running in with a paper and then runs out. I thought it was like a, like a fire and then he just... Save it was, yourself! It was like glassy. Yeah. What is it, boy? So somebody stuck in the well. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to follow you. Bring him out. Anyway, uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill as we uh, close out this Friday. One more 45. I do, I'm do. i doing that thing from uh, – I was hanging out with Ian Schwartz, the weatherman from Channel 3-5 last night for a little while. And I told him, I said, I think I program the weekend show for Channel 3. And he said, oh, there's people who listen all the time. And I said, did I change the roundtable thing? He goes, oh, that was just – that was bad all the way. And like, so he's sitting there and I said, am I right about – I, Ian's going to get mad at me for saying this, talking about school. And I said, was I right about all the drama when Jamie Serretta was sitting next to that uh, Kylie Cruz? And Kylie said, I'm getting married. And I said, and Jamie is watching this young blonde girl get married. And Jamie's been looking. And I'm like, I'm reading all the subtext in this. And then Kimmy Q, she's uh, recently – and none of them could be together anymore. I could say, oh, there's a lot of tension on that set. And he just, he just put his finger on the end of his nose. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you don't have to tell me. I get it. I get it. I'm like, ooh. But now I start catching myself doing what they do all the time, which is like, it's the last hour of the show. The whole morning, all they do is talk about when it's going to end. Oh, 45 minutes to go on this absolute <laughs> train wreck we're in the middle of. Oof. And I also asked Ian, I said, who was the producer that said to you, Ian Schwartz, we needed you to do the uh, potato pancake story? Because I remember at Christmas time, Hanukkah time, they sent him out. To, to find do, the best Locky in town? Yeah, to do Locky story. And I'm like, isn't that kind of a – it's like Yetta Gibson's like, all right, we're going to send you out to do black stuff. <laughs> and evidently Yetta goes, don't put me in that situation. She doesn't want to do them. And I'm like, you did it. Do we have a Schwartz or a Lipstein working here or anything? <laughs> Somebody know about potato pancakes? I'm a Schwartz. Get on over there. Do Jew stuff. It's good news. <laughs> Jews news. Ian was awesome. He's a really nice guy. Very cool. Uh, so Ian anyway. Schwartz with the holla report. Yeah, it's a, the holla weather. Uh, it was pretty. He's a good dude. I liked him a lot. Um, anyway, but I got to stop doing that because I'm looking at the clock. I'm 45 minutes to go, and I'm going to turn into one of them. It's uh, time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self defense training. Uh, I'm going to try to head out there today, do a little wrestling, a little fighting, a little uh, working out, and get my stuff together. Was doing uh, some really great training the other day. On, uh, on knife defense and things like that a while back. And then, of course, the one thing where they timed everybody in the last seminar on how quick it is to actually redirect a gun that's pointed at you. And I've, I, told, I told Ian Schwartz this last night. He, I told him about you know, the origins of, of Tactical Black, and he said, what do you mean? Like, I said, I am 10 times more afraid of someone with a knife than I would be someone with a gun. A gun can only go one direction. And the Brady, listen to this. Average time of everybody presented 
with this gun that shoots this air line out, and you can see it on film, whether or not you're in line of fire, point three seconds. Average time. Some people are a little faster. The slowest one was like point four eight. Every single human being trained just for that little speck of time could move the could redirect the gun and be out of the line of fire in less than half a second. Jeez. Every one of them. And that's something nobody thinks about. You're so worried about a gun being pointed at, and you should be, but you're not helpless. And that's what they teach you. You're never helpless. And the, the phrase that Jay always says, if you're breathing, you're fighting. That's it. You get stabbed once, don't get stabbed twice. Knife fights, you're going to get cut. You're going to get hit. It's just a matter of not getting hit a bunch of times and knowing what to do. If they're close enough to stab you, they're close enough to hit you, or you're close enough to punch them. So uh, that redirect thing is amazing. The phrase destroy the operator becomes part of your life. It is awesome. I'm adrenalized talking about it. I got an email from a girl named Julie. They're doing these workouts with these sticks with big, giant, heavy weights on the ends of them, and they're a blast. Everything they do up there is unique and fun and brand new, and uh, that's the reason they've been around as long as they have. Become a sheepdog uh, and avoid ever being a sheep. We need more sheepdog out there. Uh, so get on this thing, reactdefense.com. It will benefit you in ways you can't imagine. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. The British tabloids say uh, Will Smith has checked himself into a luxury rehab clinic oh, to no. deal with stress and save his brand. To PR. His ass. Yeah, yeah, it is. all yeah. that is. Oh, my. Now he's an alcoholic? Mm, Drug addict? No. It could be just uh, do some soul searching and that's not rehab. Get him, uh, that's a retreat. That's covering his ass. This is yeah, a CYA. Completely agree. There has been talks that uh, there has been substance abuse or whatever. But that's rehab. You don't go to yeah. rehab without a substance abuse. You don't go to rehab to just sit back. That would be going to a retreat or a getaway or a psychiatrist or something like that. Yeah. A rehab is he's going to blame. Again, he tried to blame the devil, and the majority of people are like, no, you did it. And then he said that, uh, you know, nobody bought the devil thing, so now you're going into the, well, I can't blame Jada, even though she seems to be the horrible reason this happened. I'll go ahead and pretend I was, I'm addicted to something and can't control my brain. They're saying it will be a high-end retreat used by the rich and famous. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll be doing a lot of soul-searching and working out how he can move forward. Uh, today is when the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts and Sciences, they have their meeting. Talk about banishing from the kingdom. Decide what the uh, well, what kind of discipline. I'm not trained in therapy or psych- uh, psychiatric care, but one thing I think I might do would uh, be contact Chris Rock, and not the way you did last time, you yeah. know, this time, non-hands, and uh, have a chat with him on the phone or something, and uh, allow that to become public knowledge, that you're at least a decent person that didn't apologize to save your ass or run to rehab. You, you took care of the person you actually hurt, idiot. Yeah, everybody's, like, Will Smith has shown himself to be unlikable through this entire process. It's all about if you ever, um, It all uh, happened in the blink of an eye, too. It, it, it did. Everybody week. loved him. It was, it was every, America's uh, best friend. Yeah. And that smack and the way he handled, and it was the way he handled himself after that's like, whoa, Will Smith isn't who we thought he was. Read about Paul Rodriguez. And his experience uh, filming Ali. With Will Smith? Yeah. Um, Paul was cast as Ferdy Pacheco. Yeah, yeah. And um, he did the whole thing. Six months. He goes, we were in the makeup room together for six hours a day. And after day two, Will Smith never said a word to him. He goes, like, we, I knew him. We did some stuff mm-hmm. together. Um, evidently, the real Ferdy came to Will's trailer, hammered. Oh. And there's some kind of fight or whatever. And he, he Paul Rodriguez says, today, I, to this day, I can't why. figure out what happened. But Will Smith then turned on me like I was Ferdy. Because Ferdy wanted Andy Garcia to play him. Oh. In the movie. 
That would have been good. So casting. now it's Paul, and he's on there, and he has all these lines. They film the whole thing, goes to the premiere. Everything that he it's was cut. filmed was cut. Just wow. uh, one or two lines. Well, that Ollie movie is one of the most overrated movies ever. I've never seen it. Wasn't it's, that good? It's No. But he goes into no. detail how all of a sudden even confronted Will, and it's like the guy made it yeah. just uncomfortable. You want to know about that whole situation? Watch the documentary, When We Were Kings. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's just, and basically Michael Mann remade that movie or that documentary as a movie. And every, all the information is in – and it's done better in the documentary than that Ollie He movie said ever. John Voight was the one who got him back a little bit to get him to stay because he was like, I'm done with that. Right. I'm leaving the set. And John Voight basically said, look, Will's a method actor. No, he's not. He's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And he's like, well, <laughs> just because he's doing that doesn't mean he has to be. Yeah. Stop. Um, Vanessa Hudgens, you're like this, has been uh, leaning into her paranormal, paranormal gift lately. Oh. She can hear and see ghosts. Of course she can. She also recently had her first experience using paranormal equipment where she spoke to a spirit named Sam. So hopefully we'll see her maybe do a collab with Zach Baggins. Yeah, she started I, dating Zach Baggins. Yeah, did she? No, no. Okay, that's, good. That was, that's <laughs> next. Say. I preferred when people heard voices that we called it schizophrenia, like it is, you know, rather than uh, pretending you hear ghosts and then people take that seriously. Voices in your head, not normal, not something you should celebrate or start traveling around telling everybody about. That means you've gone crazy. If you're listening to them and they've become too real, remember imaginary friends are fun until you're like 12 or 13 and then it starts getting into a, a problem with your brain. She, uh, someone made a comment that uh, Sam must have must be a high school musical fan because he knew who she was. <laughs> maybe, maybe, and there but for the grace of God, he, uh, he brought her a teenager he slaughtered at an early age in a car accident or something so she could have a ghost vision. She's that special. She's the only one on the planet. She should fly to Sweden immediately and get that Nobel Prize. You've earned it. And it's simple. It's as simple as, you know what else? You know you're crazy? When you go public with the voices in your head. I got voices in my head. Guess what? Uh, it's also delusions of grandeur because I believe these voices are the dead trying to speak to me. Uh, and then I, I am a conduit to the regular people of society. You're crazy. Don't go public when you have voices in your head. Go see a therapist and say, I got to stop this. Even if it is ghosts. And you're right. You don't fit in anymore. Stop telling people about the voices in your head and trying to you know, make that normal. It ain't real. Uh, someone put a list of the top movies or shows that have BDE, which I never What's knew that? about. Big Dad Energy. Okay. In other words, uh, it's basically a show that has the right amount of gadgets, action, and middle-aged actors to grab your dad's <laughs> attention. Okay. They put... They put the 10 out there. Target and, your dad with big dad energy And I'm shows. like, oh, geez. And you I'm, like all of them. I've seen probably four You've or five. Seen everything. Longmire is on the list. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I've never heard I of it. I haven't seen that one. It's on, uh, it ended in 2017. It's on A&E. Okay. Um, the World According to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Big dad. Seen a few of those. A B-D-E. Also, big dick energy. Got that. I have a big one. The new one out on... Uh, Amazon, the Reacher, the Jack Reacher yeah. reboot. You like that? I did. Bosch. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's on. Uh, it's an LA police detective. It's good. There's like five seasons <laughs> of like that the one. Yellowstone. Ad. You're loving that. This is the Brady's Brady's list for 2022. But then I don't. Know, I haven't seen any of these. The Rookie. It's a 40 year old man who's beginning his career as a cop. 
Okay. It's on uh, ABC or Hulu. The R- Rust Valley Restores. Don't know that one. They're restoring cars. Banshee. Hey, oh, this is just you. Might Barry. Be, that's the Bill Hader. Barry's supposed to be great. I'm not watching it, but I hear it's great. Um, the Repair Shop. So it's a bunch of Jay Leno shows. <laughs> yeah. Like car stuff. and. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if uh, Brady can come over and watch on my big screen with me and have a good time. Bring over some chicken sandwiches from that place. It sounded good. The little girl, if you've seen Schindler's List, the movie, there's a little girl wearing a red jacket. It's the only color in the film. Right. Uh, she's 32 years old now. Holy cow. But she was in the news this week because she's helping Ukrainian refugees enter Poland. No kidding. So she's made a list and she's got a group of people. Wondering there. if she needs some help. I think I'm here for her. I'm Oscar Schindler. I'm looking for a little girl in a red coat. She's the only thing in color. Did you teach her some skills? I gave her a very specific set of skills to help Ukrainians across the Polish border. How's it going? Release the Ukrainians! I'm afraid the idea for the movie has been taken. Well. So Oscar Schindler's protege is saving lives in another war. What does she do? Like, has she done nothing since she was the little red girl in the movie to today? No lines in it. She actually uh, was a payout. She doesn't even have a. Well, no, she wouldn't get her Screen Actors Guild card without a line. Yeah, you just get the extra stuff. We get a credit. That's good. Well, that's that's bigger. That's better for uh, her life. Then her resume looks better now with the Ukrainian saviors. Brad, I don't know if you uh, were able to pull it up, but the Pink Floyd release. Uh, look for it. Right now. It's being hyped up, but it. I don't know how. <laughs> the first time they've put out new original music since 1994. Oh, wow. Uh, you won't understand it, though, because it's uh, it features the vocals from a Ukrainian singer. What's the name of it? Oh, uh, so it's Pink Floyd's even... music with some Ukrainian singing? I yeah. Think this is it. I don't even have the name of the song. If you struggle to lose uh, well, weight, that's it. Brady. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's for Brady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this Pink should be Floyd it. is trying to help you lose a couple there you pounds. Go. Sounds like a tractor. Oh, Jesus, God. Hello, hello, hello. Is there any Ukrainians Run, here? run, run, run. Just bomb if you can hear me. Lottery started. Pink Floyd. Wow, my Gilmer's old. This might be amazing, though. Out. Yep. <laughs> Can I get the instrumental, so please? Can we at least have Gilmore sing it? Yeah. Just translate and sing. I know. And let that guy just hang around. Nobody wants to hear him singing for Pink Floyd. I feel like I'm watching a, a country I've never heard of win a gold medal. And I know the the it's a nice effort, but it's not going to sell. No. Pink Floyd singing this song. You might have some Ukrainian dollars going over there. The heart's in the right place, but uh, you need a new singer. It's Platio for charity, and I don't like it. <laughs> One last thing I forgot to mention. The first issue of Captain America comics in mint condition just sold. A billion dollars. $3.1 million. Wow. Jesus. Captain America sells yeah. for $3.1 now? Boy, that's crazy. All right, there you go. Uh, Larry hates fat chicks. Kara still hates the blacks. Antonio <laughs> Sherrod McGarrity's dick is out. 
Uh, it's uh, just about that time for your uh, Guadalupe Squares. If you want to play, I do believe we have U-Fest tickets. We, if we don't, we can get them. That's easy. We'll get them. U-Fest tickets. We get all sorts no, of stuff. We'll get whatever we I want. I got it. We get something. Get we get something, something for you. you. Uh, we'll hand those out to you. Uh, but you got to call up. We need a girl. We need a boy. 585-9800. The Squares are coming up next. There goes your entertainment drill. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.